0: Empire You thought you knew, but you have no idea It's the Urban Sports Scene
1: listening to the urban sports scene, with Will T and myself Ole and we are part of Ampire Media at Ampiremedia.com. The homie Ray Jeezy is out. What's going on, Will T.
2: Hello, my friend.
1: Oh you're gonna see what you're back. Nah, see, I'm just joking. Like cause it's two dark skinned
2: dudes.
1: <laughs> now he's going back to being he's he's going back to being an African. What's I going- actually wanna be more specific. I don't want to just say African. He wants to be a Nigerian. That's what I wanted I want to just say African. I want to go with the whole the whole thing. You, you want to
2: pick out a, a country instead yeah, of a continent.
1: exactly. You know like when people say the blacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we I want it to be I want it to be authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't want it just to be just generalizing. You know what I'm saying? Africans no. You don't want to, you have your voices West African. You know what I'm saying? Niger style. I see what you going there, bro. I see it. I see it.
2: I hear you, man. How you it. doing?
1: I'm good, man. You know. Uh it's been it's been cool, it's been dope. Uh, a lot of sports I didn't get a chance to. I've been meaning to watch the Charlo fight. Didn't get a chance to watch the Charlo fight.
2: You didn't get a chance to watch the fight. Yeah, I
1: will. I will. i oh, I watched the replay. Um, I heard he was he was impressive. Um, what else? Man, there's a lot going on. NBA playoffs. Forgot the lottery was on. So the lottery's gonna go, go down. It wasn't halftime or no. So it's right about to forth? go
2: right right now. Yeah, in a couple of minutes.
1: Exactly. So, which I'm not big into the lottery. I, I care about the draft. The lottery. The whole lottery display is nothing to
2: me. The I don't care about the draft really. I mean, well, I yeah. care about the result. I don't care to watch it.
1: Yeah, I get you. I, I get don't you. care
2: to watch. Just like people, I have a, a buddy, he is obsessed with watching the NFL draft. Like, you got it on? Uh, no, I I don't I don't care to watch that.
1: I just I like the uh, It's not
2: good TV to me. I feel you. I
1: feel you. No, I mean
2: cuz what what are they doing? They're calling a bunch of names, you know. They're experts who are pretending to say, "Hey, I've scouted this guy. I know what's going on." You know up. You
1: know the deal. Yeah, I'm with you. I get that. I get that. NFL draft, I like just because I like the NFL draft. I'm going lie. I'm not. I'm not into it heavily. Like the first two rounds, I'm only down for the first two rounds. Everything else, unless as a college player that I'm kind of want to see where that player may land. That's about it. You know what I mean? But oh, that's it.
2: Yeah, that's what a cell phone score.
1: That's oh, you mean watching? No, I don't need to watch it. Oh, are okay. oh, you talking about like sit? No, I can. Yeah, see, like, like, I can watch the first two. Round. I can watch the first round. Second round is kind of eh, in. That's a little long. Yeah, i don't
2: you know. Mean, I, don't need to I gotta watch be bored
1: though. I gotta be bored not doing anything though. No. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delegate my time for the second round though. I'll tell you that much. I'll do it for the first round though. I ain't gonna lie. I'll wait for my. I'll wait for that for, for the team I'm rooting for. I'll wait for that pick. You know. Okay, what I, mean? I hear you. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, mentioned Empire Media. Empire Media hosts multiple D.M.V. sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders insider John Kime. And Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. Subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Tune In, I Radio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also, make sure you subscribe uh, to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well.
2: Yep, get those clicks up, get that money coming in. Get
1: that money, that young moolah, baby. Go ahead,
2: this show will be. Found, <laughs> this show can be found on the podcast DM, podcast DC, the local app with hundreds of options of local news and health in the DMV region. Download the podcast DC app to hear all of the Empire shows as well as other great content. Don't forget to tweet us at Urban Sports Scene. Hit us up on on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Also, join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debate. Let's get into our tradition, the pregame.
1: so talking about man like ah right, here's what we have on tap. We'll talk about the newly announced Washington Commander schedule at 820. We'll have Swill from the Spare Room Sesh podcast on the show to talk about the Washington Capitals being eliminated from the Stanley Cup playoffs. At eight thirty-five, we'll talk about the NBA playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals, and Western Conference Finals going down. Tonight is the Eastern Conference Finals, and tomorrow night is the Western Conference Finals. And at 8.50 in our segment, in our segment HBCU Corner, we have a pre-tape interview with Delaware State University star infielder Trey Page. And finally, we have an interview with lightweight boxer and D.C.'s own Anthony Peterson. He is part of the Beltway Battles Round 2 boxing event, which takes place Saturday, May 28th. All right, but first, I'm going to read off the – we mentioned the Washington Commanders' schedule – I'm gonna read off. We're gonna read off the schedule, and we're just going. We're gonna vibe it. All right? We're gonna break it down. Then we're gonna go back, and we're gonna look at what we think this team's record is going to be. Non-biased, no hate. Just actual looking at the team. nobody, no fan, no fan, no fan on this side. Just a non-biased. Okay. Breakdown, right? Sounds good to me. All right, cool. All right, we go. Week one, they have the Jaguars. Week two. They got the Lions. Week three. Loss. They got the Eagles. Loss. Week four, they got the the, the Cowboys. Uh,
2: week, loss.
1: Week five, they got the, te- the Titans. Win. Week six, okay. They got the Bears. Win. Week eight, they got the Packers. Loss. Week eight, they have the Colts. Loss. Week nine, they have the Vikings. Win. Week 10, they got the Eagles. Win. Week 20, they have – 20. Week, sorry, week, week 11. Excuse me, they have the, tech, the Texans. Thank you, my man. Uh, when? Week
2: 27.
1: I mean, it's week 27. Week 12. What am I talking about in the dates? Week twenty. week 12, they have the Falcons. When? Right, going I hate you. Week, <laughs> week 13, they have the Giants. Lost. They have a bye. Then they have week, week 15, they have the Giants. The Giants mm-hmm. at home. I should have mentioned home in a way to make this easier for you, too. When? All right. Week sixteen, they have the Niners, loss. All right. Week seventeen, and the Niners on the road. And uh, week week seventeen against the Browns at home,
2: loss. All right.
1: And week eighteen, they have the Cowboys at FedEx, loss. All right. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do my 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 record. My uh, I'm gonna look at I it. didn't
2: count. I didn't count what the. Record I didn't look would at either. you be, You're just saying loss. Lost. I, I, I wasn't lost, saying that. Lost, I I, know, lost, I wasn't saying lost, that. Right.
1: you just saying loss. I'm not. Look, look, I, this is where I'm going now. So now I'm going to entertain
2: Oh, because it's important because you're doing it.
1: Dude, because I'm going to do it because I, I didn't want you to go. I didn't, actually didn't want you to name them all. I said, let me read them all. You wanted, you what You was premature. can we premature out here, bro.
2: Listen, I just wanted to bring a higher entertainment value <laughs> I than see. you just reading off the, I, I feel it, the, here go. the
1: schedule. All right. I'm going to read on it. I get it. All right, Jaguars. I actually think the Jaguars game is going to be pretty tough. I think they have a better coach than Doug Peterson. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. Like I think a lot of fans are looking at this game like oh it's the Jaguars but I think this team is talented. The Jaguars have a quarterback to me that's one of the, one of the best quarterbacks I've seen come out the draft. I don't I think he was miscoached by Urban Meyer but I think coming into the season he'll be I think he'll be a stronger quarterback. But well, with all well, with that with that being said I think he will have his better. I think this, since this game's at home I'm gonna get Washington to benefit of the doubt and get this game to Washington so I had Washington go one zero. Okay. All right I think the Lions they beat the Lions they're two and zero. Lions are lines are two and zero. The Eagles are a tough game because I think with the, the Eagles possess within the run game, uh, with the mobile quarterback that typically gets washed the issues. This game is in. I'll give them three and zero. I give them three and zero I think it's at home. Cowboys. But you're not a homer. No, you'll see me. you see me. The Cowboys game is in Texas. They're losing to the Cowboys in Texas. Not a homer. And that's the Cowboys. See, this is this is this is the real one.
2: Right. Like, there's no loss,
1: whatever. I'm breaking down football right now, bro. I'm breaking down football. I mean, football. we're
2: breaking down something that we can't tell, though. We can't really tell, them. right?
1: All right. The, the so Titans. That's why I said, it's you said the Titans going lost. You said the lost? Titans. The Titans. Like, I can't even guarantee. They got King Henry. I'm saying that's
2: 3-2. He's not the same. 3-2. He's not the same.
1: You know, the Bears. I got to be the Bears. 4-2. Packers. 4-3. Including the Packers, right? Ideally, they should look. Though, I will say this, though. If you're a Washington fan... They typically do well against Aaron Rodgers, uh, the Colts, in in Indy, and that's a tough one. I'm not gonna lie, that's a tough one. Colts defense is pretty good. Got new, got a better quarterback. Let's go four and four. So four and four, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins comes back. Comes back to FedEx. Game too much. Kirk Cousins is in pressure. Nah, five and four. I can watch in that game. Five and four. The that sound
2: in the background you actually hear is that's Wole actually writing down. Yeah, his I'm writing the down these. Yes. I'm writing.
1: I'm writing this down, folks. Because writing, this is
2: that important. It's
1: right that important. I want to make sure you, you folks, know that I'm being real, keeping the buck with y'all. Okay. All right. The Eagles. The game is, you know, in Philadelphia. It's a tough division game, man. I got them five and five. Texans. They haven't been the, on the road. Got them beat the Texans six and five. The Falcons haven't beaten the Falcons. So they're seven. They're seven to five right now. The Giants, not a strong team. I'm going eight and five. They beat the Giants twice last season. The Giants ain't that much better. Eight and five. The Giants again. Have nine and five. Wow, this is like a, this is amazing. i actually going actually have nine nine and five. Didn't think I have nine and five. Uh, the Niners. They're losing the Niners. Nine and, nine and six. The Browns. I, you know what? Deshaun 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 Watson back. That's a tough game. Good defense, talented squad for real. Nine and seven. Cowboys, they win that one. I'm going ten and seven. Okay. Ten and seven. And that and that non-fandom because you you seen me do fandom before. Fandom. What, what, what do I used to, What, what did I used to do? Will T with my fandom. Undefeated. <laughs> that used to be my fandom. So i have haven't going nine and seven.
2: You mean ten and seven? I'm
1: sorry, ten seven. Excuse me, ten and seven which I think that is, is feasible. But, again, if we, if, we, if, we're, if you're a Will T's camp, Will, without even going looking at the record and doing what I just did, what do you think the record will be? Without even doing would it be like the, the norm, seven wins?
2: Yes, I think very much seven to eight wins. If you had to ask me right now, today, not being able to see any uh, how any of the guys look True. on the field, not knowing if anything would change from a schematic perspective facts. and facts. injuries or anything like that, I, I I mean, what has this team shown you over the years that they are a average to below average team?
1: Yeah, they're average. To me, yeah, I think they're an average team. I don't think below average. Well, no, they are below average. They, they are. are below eight, eight. Average. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. The regime under like since yeah, you're right. They're below average.
2: Yeah, that's I all mean, they can prove.
1: No, you're right. And I think that's one one thing that I feel like the fans listening to this show they have to understand when they throw out these records like 11 and six or we, they, we should be much better. Like, what do you have? The only thing that you have to say that. You should be better, to be honest with you, is it not the, on the, the product of the field? It's because maybe your schedule's a little easier than it was last year? Yeah. That's the only way reason you can say that you're better, but you can't really, in terms of what you're talking about, the actual product, the players, are you that much better? Your schedule's easier.
2: No, I, yeah. I would argue no. Yeah. yeah. I mean.
1: The schedule's easier. You have a better player a quarterback. Okay, arguably better than Taylor High. Okay, eight. well, let, yeah. let,
2: let, all right, so. That's hypothetical, which yeah. I, I hate to work in the area of hypothetical, but yeah. that's hypothetical, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Carson Wentz has returns and looks somewhat like the quarterback who took Philadelphia to the Super Bowl before yeah. he got injured, right? Yeah. Josh Dotson.
1: Um, you know, uh, you know,
2: Dotson, Dotson, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about the uh, yeah, the other bus wide receiver who yeah. was here. I, I shouldn't call him a bus, yeah, know, but man. a guy who didn't live up to the potential or what people thought he would produce. Yeah, it's regime to help him out either. But um, Dotson, Jahan, 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 Dotson. Dotson, Jahan, Dotson. Let's say he he has an accelerated learning curve and he's a thousand, almost a, th- a thousand yard receiver, or almost a thousand yeah. yard. Receiver. Let's say Curtis Samuel comes back and establishes himself as being a a weapon and Logan Thomas comes back from health from injury from his injury and starts to you know and he starts to go on that curve that you know starts to accelerate his development as and become as a tight end and he's a guy who averages maybe 5 or 6 catches a game. Right?
1: Yeah.
2: That's your best case scenario and I still don't believe you would be better than Dallas. I don't believe uh, you would be better than Philadelphia.
1: I think that's false. Now, this is the reason why I'll say that if, you, if, if Carson is close to being Carson, this is why we're gonna be like we're gonna be real. Like, and this is what I'm talking about. You're seven and ten with a bad with a with a bad quarterback. It was so limited. Seven and ten with a limited quarterback. Okay, your players are gonna be better. if Your quarterback's even remotely better than what your quarterback is. Because again, you as, as an individual watch football. If your quarterback can't do certain things, it's easier for defenses to 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 adjust to, right? You like Antonio Gibson? You actually like him. I'm not the biggest fan. You like him, right? It I, makes, I
2: like his strong. Yeah. I think he has the potential uh, to, be, to uh, be a top to be to to end up somewhere in the top 10 in rushing. Okay.
1: So, you would you, in t- in, all right. So, obviously having a quarterback like Taylor Heineken makes Heineke make, makes it a little bit more difficult for him to be to be effective, right? It does. All right. So, now, that's if he is to your point, you to what you're, you said if you get to me, you don't even need all those the, all those caveats. You just need one. Okay. You need that quarterback to look, to look good enough. But he hasn't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I agree with you. This is my point. I'm just talking about the, what you were listing off. Yeah, on. yeah. You I'm just saying. A, that, to, and that's
2: the best-case scenario. That's the best-case scenario. For all yeah, of those. Yeah. That's the best, best case 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 scenario. Best-case
1: scenario. If he looks close to the Eagles quarterback – like close, you're ten times better. Like to me, you're ten times. But you win football games with this easy schedule. I think you're good enough to be. Because again, like if you looked at what, what the Cowboys lost, they lost a lot. They lost a lot. The players they let walk out that, that building, they're worse than they were last year. They're not better, they're worse. The the Eagles, you could say add, adding you could say adding AJ Brown, but again, if you're going, to, if we're going to be fair, right? We're going to be totally fair. If you watch the last playoff game, of uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah he's going to have to be better as a passing quarterback to be good in this league.
0: Okay. All right. That's, so it's,
1: I mean, I, I think he's dynamic so far in terms of what he can do running the football. But if he wants to take, you know, teams, they adjust football team, defenses adjust. If he wants to take his game to the next level for them to be like you said, that much better than Washington or whatever, he can come back to the means playing that style of football. That doesn't, that doesn't lead. We've had one here that doesn't lead you all the way to the promised land. It limits you. You can have a good year. But if you ain't throwing the football the way you need to throw it, teams can catch up to you.
2: Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's, that's So I'm fair. saying. So, But, you know like I said, what I named was the best case scenario. Yes, I'm saying. The I'm most likely scenario yeah, with but, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Let's see. He'll get injured. I, that could definitely happen. I told and you he right. will hold on the ball for too long, and he will create turnovers off sack fumbles. Right? I can see He'll that turn too. the ball over off of sack fumbles, and he will make errant throws. No, I could
1: definitely see that.
2: So you know, um, I'm not going to say him being like the regular Carson Wentz net that, that he's shown you that, to be over the past couple of seasons yeah. is uh, on par with Taylor Heineke. I think it's a little bit better than what than yeah, what you get with Taylor. a yeah, little bit yeah. because there's there there are things you can do with even with Carson Wentz with his reduced skill set yeah. and his arm his arm strength right. Uh-huh. And that's if he's in the lineup for a 16 games. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think that injury is, a, injury is an issue. Like, if he gets injured, who's your quarterback? Who's your bad quarterback? The same quarterback that you had last season.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, maybe Taylor Haneke shows you he's that dude. He comes off the bench and he lights it up.
1: Now nah, your arm is limited, bro. It is what it is. All right, so we posted it on social media. Feel free to tweet us uh, um, at Urban Sports Scene. Um, hit us up on IG. Um, at Urban Sports Scene, you know, or have a comment on our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Um, on Facebook, Jeffrey Walter said eight, nine, or seven and ten, three and three in division. Uh, on Twitter, the homie Cameron said this might be the year the Commanders go eleven and six. Bull. <laughs> I don't think eleven and six, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. That's not a record that I see this team getting. Um, if they get it, that would be great. But I doubt eleven and six is in the in the fortune for this Washington Commanders team, I just don't, I don't see it. Eleven and six—that's
2: debate the, the, the best case scenario. It's, everything, to I, I it's No, to I, I mean, in order for you to get that for them, everything to have, has to be right. Yeah, the, the best case scenario, which I said, would have to every all of those things would have to happen.
1: And I would also, I would have to argue, make the argument that the defense has to play at a higher level than they did last year. To me, because that defense wasn't even good last year. That's something to me. I think that definitely needs to happen if they want to be that particular that type of team. Uh, but only time will tell. We'll see. What we'll F
2: Y I, the Washington Wizards have the tenth overall pick in the twenty twenty two draft. For, good, good for
1: the Washington Wizards, man. Look at look at them. All right, man. So we about to talk some caps.
2: Puck talk. <laughs> <It's>
1: puck talk. <laughs> Newbie to the show, man. i I'm, I'm, I'm. I got. An, I'm, I'm. I'll be recruiting, man. Swill. Sw- spare room sesh. Uh, um. Sorry. yeah, Swill from the. Uh, excuse me. Swill from the spare room sesh podcast. Will join us to talk about the Washington Cowboys.
2: I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is exciting. Playoffs. This is the best type of sports talk there is.
1: After the break, you're listening to Herb Sports Series. For ages, you
2: deuces <laughs> on Ampire Media. That's AmpireMedia.com. New world, all
1: oh,
3: the boys and girls, I got some true stories to tell. You're back outside, but they still lie.
2: Take off the fufu, take off the couches, take off the Wi-Fi, take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white Loss take off the weird-ass jewelry. I'ma take ten steps then I'm taking off top off. Take off some fabricated streams dreams and the microwave memes. It's a real
4: world outside Take off the idols, take off the runway, take off the Cairo. Take off the sandal, pay five days' stay. Take off for the meal, California. Take off the far take off perception, take off the cop with the iPad. Take off the unload, take off the unsure, take off the I'm that. Take off the fake deep, take off the fake woke, take off the humble cock, care. Take off the gossip, take off the new logic, they're the former rich i real. Take off. the shred, no, take off the doj, take off the broken bag. Take
2: all that designer, boy, off and what do you have? Ugh, you love this. You out of pocket. Two ATMs and you stepping in the wet.
3: You out of pocket.
2: Who you
0: been they talk about?
4: The 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 in
1: You're listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T and myself, Wole, part of Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. I got Will real hype on Kendrick. Right, Will? You was getting hype?
2: Absolutely, man. I, I love the album. I know, I man. It's it. great album. Pe- I love I it, man. Some people don't really appreciate it for what it is. It's great music, man. It is. Uh, you know, a lot of people are. You know, some I'm not gonna say a lot, but some people I talked to, they were just like, Can Damn. we get over the one week of everyone being excited about this album and get back to listen in the future?
1: All right, never mind. Um right now we have hey, man, Swill a lot a lot of younger the people. Spare you
2: know, room, room Seth well, Podcast some people, on the line.
1: Some people. Hey, what's up, Swill? <laughs> Welcome to the Urban Sports Network. What's you...
2: going
5: on, everybody? How we doing?
1: We're
2: doing good. How you doing man? Doing good, sir. How are you?
5: I'm doing well. I've been listening to the first half of the show and uh, very uh very uh, very low record prediction for those
1: commanders guys.
2: Geez. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. We just try to tell the truth. The truth here. That's what we. That's just what we think. We don't uh, placate to the fan base.
1: We try. Yeah, we try to tell the truth, man. Yeah. I, I got <laughs> ten and seven, and I I got ten and seven. But Will T is correct. Things have to be perfect for it for it to. Well, the quarterback play has to be totally improved for that to happen. You know. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I mean, Wentz might be. Beard- over heineke i guess we'll have to see we have to see we have to wait and see but we can only go off of what this team has done over the last you know couple of seasons you know the average record is seven right yeah. I, oh in terms of wins so yeah. i mean before we start graduating folks let's see that's the true improvement but <laughs> hey um before we get into you know the, the segment and whatnot can you tell our listeners about the spare room uh sesh podcast gotcha yes
5: yeah. So the spare room sesh is really just me and a couple of my buddies. Uh, Coach, who we call my friend Jordy. We call him Coach and my other buddy, Cam. We have an occasional guest host. His name is Faze. We come on. We really just shoot the shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. And hopefully you guys... <laughs> yeah, you guys can say out. it, man. We'll, yeah, we're we'll going to let you curse. Yeah, we'll lay, don't, we'll lay
2: don't, <laughs> let me, don't let me off the leash, man. And really talk how I want to talk on know, on the show, man. Well, yeah, I appreciate you, Swill. First time on, just saying, shooting the shit.
5: All that good type of stuff. Mostly Taps, Commanders, Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. We try to get to the Wizards as much as we can, but they're difficult for me to talk about. So uh, I'll get to them whenever I can. How are we feeling, guys?
1: <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. All right, well, you know, let's get right right into it. I know you're a busy dude. I know you're on a tough schedule. Um, so the Washington Capitals were eliminated by the Florida Panthers in the first round of the yeah, Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, uh, 4-2, right? Um, your thoughts on this series?
5: All right, so uh, my thoughts on the series realistically, I can't get that guy's name, Carter Verhaeghe, from the Florida Panthers' name out of my brain. This guy is burned into my memory for the rest of the time. The guy had uh, six goals, six assists, 12 points. And I think that's the first round playoff record for the NHL. And he just so happened to do it against our team. So we couldn't get any luckier for the guy to just to score six goals. He had to get the fucking six assists, too. Uh, outside of that, uh, realistically man uh just our age it kind of came back to get us throughout this series we're an old team our veteran core i think has an average age of 35 and when uh tom wilson's not in the lineup and when he is in the lineup it only goes down to about 32 so we're still a relatively old bunch and that just to me it showed throughout the whole series because florida they got some vets too but they are not they're not a they're, their average age is 35 they're not sitting out there skating around in a retirement home like we looked like we were out there doing for those last three games. So, in all in all, uh, not really more than what we expected. I don't think many Caps fans were realistically thinking we could get through that series. But when you're up in three straight games and then you blow a lead in those, with all three of those games, it makes it a tough bill to swallow.
2: All right, so Will – I can appreciate your your you your your use your use of curse words but I, have, <laughs> I I have another question for you. All right, you mentioned the age yeah, yeah. of this team. Um when we yeah. think about OV and you think about Nicholas Backstrom, those are two guys who have been core for this team, you know, at the core for, uh championship squad. With the news that mm-hmm. Backstrom will be have the hip uh surgery in the off season, do you think now is the time where they take they take that into consideration and start to look at evaluate you know, possibly bringing in more young players to keep this playoff run going or sustained.
5: Absolutely, I think now is about as good of a time as any because with the core only getting older at this point, there's no reason to try to, you know, just bring in the old guys. You know, we're not trying to be the Lakers of the NHL. We're trying Whoa, to make sure wait, we get the young. Let's not, my, not my
1: let's not shot not my Lakers. Let's not take shots no, at my are Lakers. Lakers? Yeah,
5: sorry, don't. <laughs> <man. I'm laughs> on the podcast. Too. He's a big LeBron guy. He gets it every time he come on here. <laughs> Oh well, yeah, I, I think if if this if this series wasn't a sign for uh GM BM, GM Brian McClellan and uh Ted Leonsis to uh, start thinking we should get younger, I don't know when it will be, guys. And uh, now is as good of a time as any. And backstrom from what I heard today, there's rumors that his hip
1: injury might be bad enough for him to be considering
5: retirement. And if that's the case, that's I mean, just gonna be crazy guys.
1: Yeah, that's an end of an era if that happens. So you know, Barry Trout is out there. I mean, he got. You know, no. I just let him go. <laughs> he did. He won a Stanley Cup champion. He won a Stanley Cup with this with this team. Should they consider? That he did. Should they consider bringing him back? I mean, it hasn't been the same. They haven't right. been the same.
5: I okay. So as a Caps fan, obviously, like the only coach that we've ever had in the history of our franchise, uh, I would love to bring him back, but. I don't think at this point that it's going to be realistic. Just today, he had an interview with Winnipeg and uh, Vegas, Detroit, and I believe Philly are lining up to try to interview him now as well. Right. And uh, a lot of those teams have one thing in common, and they are younger. They're faster than we are. And their GM didn't turn around and tell him to fuck off after he won <laughs> to Love this guy. That, that'd be pretty big for me. I don't know yeah. if I would come back if I were Barry Trotz. As badly as – me and all the Caps fans out there probably want him. There's, I just don't see it happening. Fuck no. I mean, no one, no one wants to come
4: back after being treated Cap like that.
5: Be the head coach after the guy won a Stanley Cup for you. I, I don't know how he would ever consider coming back. I mean, if they threw, if they threw more than the $5 million a year that he wanted at him, maybe. But outside of that, I, I don't know. I, as a fan, though, hell yeah.
1: Bring Barry back, please. See Will, you you, you want to say something, Will, before I let my let my man go? No,
2: I was just saying, I totally agree with you, man. Tell the cops to fuck off, man. He just let, they, look, man they... you got
1: Will, you got you got Will cursing like this. Is, he's been waiting for this. He's been waiting for this this, this time. Yeah, hey, man. You guys can edit them out, right? No, I'm not, I'm not doing any editing. They know I do not edit no more. I don't got time man, for that. You got
2: time for that shit, <laughs> man. That's what I'm Keep talking about. Keep this shit real on here in the urban sports
1: Hey, now you... no know about, what? Real man. talk. Hey, real talk. You going a little over over the top now, Will. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. You going over the top. At least Will, he, like at least... He he's, it flows with him. He's flowing. Like it just comes out. You like you trying now.
2: I'm bro. not trying. Yeah, I'm not trying. <laughs> Can't stop. Can't. <laughs> hey,
1: well, thanks for being on Swill before we let you go. How can folks catch your podcast and find you on social media?
5: Uh on Twitter, we are at S R S or srs Pod. Uh Instagram, Spare Room Sesh Pod. Uh we don't have a Facebook yet. My man volley told me I need to get on that. Get on that, man. <laughs> hit her on today but outside of that every major podcast platform you can catch us on spotify google apple you name it we're on
1: that hey man thanks for being on my man you know we appreciate you we're gonna try to get you back on again man
5: absolutely just let
1: me know i'm down to come on whenever guys Anytime. appreciate
5: you appreciate, Any- you, appreciate man. you man appreciate thank you for liberating us. y'all
1: have a good
2: one no, all right have you a good too one. man
1: you said liber- look because you because you like the curse this is why i, I feel you bro
2: I I just, listen, I appreciate someone who can articulate themselves the freely, like Swill, <laughs> um, using certain four, five-letter words.
1: Look, look I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he made you happy. He, I, he made me happy. I like his energy. I love You know, I you love, know I what I mean? I love energy, man. You know, that's yeah, my thing, bro. It,
2: yeah. You Can't know, run. listen, I was skeptical about talking hockey in the A-bop. <laughs> I know, but
1: now you're
2: back. Well, yeah, I'm back. I love it. You know? <laughs> So, well, I greatly appreciate you so but you know um the ooh, excuse me yeah, bro. the draft the draft uh lottery just wrapped up when uh-huh. we get back we'll talk about the nBA playoffs after the break. It's the urban sports scene for I just you dig
1: dosis
2: on empire media that's empiremedia.com.
1: dot com
2: are listening to the urban sports scene with wole and myself will ray is out we are part of empire media back from break now we're about to talk the nba playoffs game one of the instant of the eastern excuse me of the eastern conference finals between the miami heat and the boston celtics is on right now who do you have winning this series wole and why
1: man i can't i initially have i mean i still have Boston. Because uh, I, I, I think Boston, with the way they're playing basketball, I'm a big fan. Like Jason Tatum is taking his game to the next level. Um, in terms of playing efficient basketball, you got Jalen Brown. You already know how I feel about Jalen Brown as a basketball player tonight. Which kind of hurts to me is that you not they're not have they're not gonna have Al Horford or Marcus Smart in this game. And I'm all about setting the tone. You know, if you're trying to you know because Miami has home court advantage, you gotta set the tone and say you know what we are taking this. If you don't have your two dogs. These are guys that they brought back, you know, to Boston. and We have that winning culture. They, these are the individuals they missed when everybody was talking about can Boston get, you know, get things right. They brought back a lot of familiar faces and familiar pieces to help them get to this point. And you know, and bringing back bringing back Al Horford was very important. Now he may miss two games, game one and game two in Miami, which is big. You know what I mean? So to me, that kind of changes things a little bit, but. I still think Boston has that grit and toughness to kind of match Miami. Just like, you know, they both have similar mentalities. Um, so, I'm going to go with Boston because like the two young studs. All
2: right. that, that Very good analysis. Yeah. Um, I've stated that I feel that there's possibly two teams – no, I, I felt that there were three teams that could possibly come out of the East. Uh-huh. Um, Boston, Miami, and Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, two of those teams are still here live. Um, And I ultimately – you know we talked about this last show with the when Miami was playing the Sixers yeah um, i just feel ultimately that Miami's too deep uh-huh. of a team um, for Boston to be able to um to dictate their deep for them to to play with the same similar defensive coverages that they have against um Brooklyn and against um, Milwaukee uh-huh. right because i when you have you know three or four guys On the floor at a time that can score Mm -hmm. and create shots for others, it gets you. It gets you know. It gets you out of playing defense the way that Boston has, which is you know one foot in the paint, guard in the paint. Um, So I'm going with Miami.
1: And and what like what do you have like in the series like seven seven? So you got home court advantage. advantage. Home court advantage prevails. I I like you know Miami's tough. You know, obviously they're playing great Mm -hmm. basketball. I think within the the teams that are remaining in the in the in the playoffs they've probably been playing like the best out of all the teams in the playoffs like mm-hmm. that remaining That's the remaining teams, mm-hmm. um, but it's all about being battle tested too. Um, mm-hmm. You know Miami was in a situation where they didn't get the best of Philadelphia because Joel Embiid wasn't Joel Embiid. Eh. It's the truth, it wasn't. Come on, now let's be just. I mean, cool. but you,
2: but when you say battle tested, this is the same team no, that went to the no, no, no. I mean, I mean, finals. in the
1: postseason, it's like I, I'm gonna make the and same this, argument and this, and in this, this postseason. Post I'm gonna make the same argument for certain teams in the west, like I'm gonna make the same argument about certain teams in the west. Um, so it's just like, and then you, game one, you're going again to get two. where they go game one, it was Trey, yeah, uh, Trey Young, Trey Young in uh, in Atlanta, which again, you can make the argument that they went to the finals, I mean, Eastern Conference finals last year, so yep. Um, but I think you're going to get, and this is thing, this too, though, right? You're not even getting the same Boston squad off the bat. You know what I mean? Because you're going to get, basically, not get the strongest Boston squad throughout the series. You're going to probably, they're going to be missing two important players. Um, I hate that though. Well, they'll I ain't be, gonna, they'll, I hate be miss, that.
2: they'll be missing one guy for sure for a couple games, and that's Al Horton for because it. he's in yeah. the health and safety protocol. Yeah. Um, I believe Marcus Smart is there's a foot injury. Yeah, so a, we we there's don't know a chance.
1: There, I mean, no, I'm not he can play games. I'm think he'll do a little, probably tough enough for a game too. But I'm just saying, like that's I hate that though. I hate that when the postseason like in for any team like.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, that's part that's, of basketball. That's, that's part of, that's that's part part of basketball. basketball. No, I but agree. That's the, but that's the reason why I like Miami. Because they're deep, right? They're deeper, Even though they don't have Kyle Lowry, I don't believe you Kyle what? Lowry will play this That's game. a good
1: point. That's a very good point. Yeah, They
2: still have Jimmy Butler. They still have Tyler Hero. They still have Bam Adebayo. They still have Victor Oladipo. Yeah.
1: No, it's, that's a fair point. And, like,
2: and you have a guy, and um, you think about it, right? Um, you could put P.J. Tucker on Jason Tatum, who's the best wing player. the best offensive wing player for Boston, and you don't have to tire out any of those guys on the defensive end. And that saves a guy like Jimmy Butler for later Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter, you know, when or if you need him to lock up, or not necessarily lock up, but um, defend Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown.
1: I have, I didn't speak, but I have my, I mean, I said I have, uh, Boston. I have Boston in seven. I'll go seven. Boston, seven. Seven. Okay. Are uh, you listening to the Urban Sports Team? Part of Ampire Media. at dot All right. Game one of the Western Conference Finals is tomorrow night. We have the Dallas Mavericks versus the Golden State Warriors. Who do you have winning the series and why? I
2: have the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I think you have to right. <laughs> well, I, I, it's, you don't have to right, but mo- some people will look at Luca and say Luca is playing out of his mind and he, kill him, can, I he, am. Can, he can he can he can if kill he him. did yeah. You, it, you know he could he could if he could do that against the best team in the NBA he could definitely he might could do that against Golden State but mm-hmm. the difference is even though uh, I don't believe Steve Kerr Steve Kerr may be on the bench for game one I'm he not may sure be. I'm
1: not sure I'm not sure um,
2: you from a Golden State perspective you can just simply throw too many bodies at Luca to defend him and mm-hmm. those bodies. And those players will all defend him a a different way. Uh Draymond, you're probably not going to start out with Draymond on it, but Draymond can defend him and be more physical in the post Uh with him. So can Kaminga. Do you have Wiggins, right? Wiggins, his athleticism, his speed, ability to change direction that may hinder – Luca on the on the offensive end, and then you have Clay Thompson, who's one of the best defensive guards, and one of and you know just, just a, a just great of, shooter yeah. also. So he's one of the best defensive guards out there in the NBA, and you could put him on Luca. So I think there are four guys that'll and they can change. They will the way they play him will be able to dictate the the back end of that defensive coverage, and I just and plus at the end of the day, I think Steve Kerr and Mike Brown, those guys, are more likely to say, "Hey, Luca." Yeah. Score fifty if you can. Yes, Everyone man. else, yeah, we'll see how will lock you up and you. And we'll see what you know. See how you'll be able to win yeah. this. Yeah, this series. I
1: don't They're not stopping Luca. They're not. They're not containing him. They're not doing anything. It's just that, like, it's, it's, it's about nutrition. You're right. You can put the all the bodies like you could. They have bodies to, to try to try to check them. Draymond and I
2: forgot Khaled, about Otto Porter. Otto
1: Porter. But when you're a player like Luca, like it's just it's a different animal. Now to your point, like Ken. Can, the, the question is, can Luka carry this team to do to, to, to a victory, to, to win a series? Two win four games. You know what I mean? Because even – and you don't play and – and don't use the Memphis Grizzlies example of saying that, okay, that, that uh, Dallas – I mean, um, the Warriors may have struggled against Memphis even without Ja, right? Like, to a certain extent, they made that – you would think that game would be – the series would be easier with Ja being out. But they fought, right? But the Memphis plays a different style of defense, right? And they're a different type of grit. Not to say the Dallas Mavericks don't have that type of grit, but I think it's a different series. And then when you're going and you can't assume that Steph is gonna be isn't gonna be as consistent. Clay isn't gonna be that consistent. Um, you got some of the role players. That you talk about being deep. Like the Warriors are deep. Like they're now gonna be able to use a, a, a auto Porter more because they because they were so worried about um, like the bigs and. Um, like trying, Memphis? I mean, yeah, but Memphis. They were still worried about like
2: – Jaron Jackson. Jaren
1: Jackson and also um,
2: – Steven Adams. Adams.
1: Steven Adams that they were like – you know, forget it. I think Mike Brown made a decision not to play all the porter like the last game. So now all – like the whole bench, the whole team is open. You know what I'm saying? And to the young players that you mentioned. So like this is going to be difficult. But if any player in the league can do it, I am now a firm believer. I remember last season I was like, how come Trey Young doesn't get the love that Luka gets? You know, he took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals. whole an another level. It's a whole nother level now. Now I, I see it. Now I see. I've always, I've always thought Luca was a dog. Don't get it twisted. But I used to be like, why? How come Trey don't? Trey Young don't get the love? They both came out the same draft. Trey just took his team to the to the Conference Finals. But you all still talk about Luca. It's over now, bro. You beat my. You beat Monty by like how much? Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: You at one point they were up by 44 yeah, points. Yeah, like,
1: bro. And you have been unguardable. Like, like, and you don't have. A legit... This is the thing. We talk about what in the NBA? We talk about everybody you need like the a, a Robin. Like a, a Robin who's a all-star, a Hall of Fame caliber player. Yo, who is his number two?
2: doesn't have one. He
1: doesn't have one.
2: Well, I wouldn't necessarily... Say Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Yeah,
1: but you know what I mean. At the level of what people would deem...
2: A star, a, a star. Yeah, yeah I think Jalen not even a all star. Yeah, but a star player.
1: Yeah, I think I like Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson has game. I like the Minovas. I think he got game. I'm just saying that it's Luca's show. You know what I mean? This is uh, Porzingis was supposed to be his his Robin. He's now in D.C. Like this is his show, and he's gotten this team. And and give credit when credit is due. I said I will always make this statement. Everybody looks at me, they laugh at me. The wrong coach left they, left L.A. Jason Kidd, like the job he's doing with this team too as well, man.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. But, you we, you know, if we, we have to put perspective, right? Mm. Um, at the time, there was the issues with him off the court, right? And that's yeah. why – that is why he didn't get the head coaching job in L.A. Yeah, that's Bill- why he was the assistant.
1: Folks got issues all the time. And, like, Chauncey Billups was like – they was holding something for Chauncey
2: Billups in the, the- – True, true. I mean, I'm I'm not hoping
1: that to get Chauncey. I think Chauncey. I thought they were trying to screw Chauncey, but I'm just telling you, like, yeah, I mean, no, you know no, what I'm no, saying. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: I I understand what you I understand yeah. what you're saying, but in today's climate, you just can't. Oh, you know, I get it. I know you're saying um, you can't have those things in your past. Yes. Yeah, and and, expe- and you know, not expect those things to come, come
1: up. Yeah, I hear you. So on uh, was it had like yeah, my man on 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 Facebook, we we talked about the East. You know the. Conference finals for both sides. George has the Celtics in seven.
2: George is a sm- oh, no, because I have Miami. <laughs> right.
1: You thought know, I mean, know, you know George is about to be with I, I you? Thought, I thought George, you know George was in the thought, with I, you.
2: I thought George was with me, and I heard you say seven. I
1: know. You know George in the streets with you. I feel Yeah, you. I thought
2: Miami. I thought right,
1: you, Look, you know. man, look. I'm trying to – look. I know uh I'm trying to actually read another one. I'm on my man Cameron on Twitter. I think he had, uh, camera had the, I want to say camera had the, well, that's not serious. I'm trying to look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't see it on here, but yeah, George, let let me, let me pull it up real quick. You can talk while I'm doing dead time.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) No, so, um, it, to me, is, is interesting, right? right? Because here's the thing with Luca, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Luca, and we saw, and we've seen a, a great one on one player take his team to the, Western Conference Finals a yeah. couple times. That's James Harden. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah. So will Luca tire out at this point in the season? Right. That's the biggest that's the question. Thing. I you know because yeah. he has. He's not the guy who stays in the best of shape. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. So it'll be. It, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. But I'm very much looking forward to watching these Conference Finals. You know, we got one every day, so
1: yeah, can't wait. My man, Cameron tweeted. I'm going with the upset. I'm, I'm picking Dallas in six. That boy Luca is a problem. Good luck to whoever on the Warriors guarding He is a problem. i Am not going to like that boy? A problem.
2: He, he is this a problem. This game
1: is nasty. I think we we've all we've all seen it. It's a yeah. it's a it's a unique game because it's not predicated on athletic ability. It's
2: like it's skill. It's so it's, it's so, so skill. And it's you know strict, what? It kind of does. And you know what? The 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 biggest thing about Luca. That when you see him going one on one, that a lot of players don't have, is he has a counter to your your counter, yeah, counter to counter Counter your
1: defense. Yeah, I know he does. No matter
2: you know, like if you take okay, you take away his initial drive, right, right. Yeah, he's going to cross over to his left. He's going to move. He's going to inch, get a little bit closer, going with his lefty. He's going to cross over again. Then he's going to be able to either start to put you in the post and Mm -hmm. hit a step and body you up and step back. Or he's just gonna hit it, or he's just gonna shake you. And yeah.
1: I mean, his bag is mean. I mean, the lack of a better term, his bag is mean. Like I'm gonna be real, his bag is 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 mean. He got a lot in that bag where he can just go to work. Like Luca is an animal. Like he's a legit animal. Um, I'm I I'm I'm impressed with Luca. I really am. I think Luca, what he brings to the to the league, what he brings to his game, is is freaking amazing, man. It really is. Um. I don't. Hey, real quick, before you go into it, you, you seem like all right. I want to get your opinion on what, oh, Patrick, what Patrick Beverly has been doing to Chris Paul. I mean, what he's been stating about Chris Paul. Because I think it's, I, I, I think saw, I'm about to you y'all about to curse. You, I, I to saw, I saw curse.
2: some of the highlights, man. It, I I have a so I've always had this problem, right? Yeah. Um, if you're an NBA player, it's a brotherhood to yeah. me because it's a fraternity because. Yeah that you're the top 1% of the top 1% yeah. in the, of all the basketball players in the world, uh-huh. right? Great one of the best basketball players ever. And for you to go on um ESPN on that platform with that many people and I'm not going to and just have those type of disparaging comments against Chris Paul, one a guy who's going to be whether He's going, in my opinion, he's going to retire probably one of the top seven players at his position. Uh-huh. Ever. I, I said it. I said it long before this. Chris Chris Paul is a generational talent. Yeah. Right. One of those guys who don't come along also um, very often. But for Patrick Beverly, for you to just to for you to go on and go to that lengths yeah. to kind of disparage his game, it, it's just some hate and shit.
1: Oh, there you go. And I'm uh. I'm read gonna read this post on Facebook. Uh, the homie Brandon Carey posted about the Mavs Mavs um Warriors series it says Mavs in six Luca on something different, kid will outcoach Kerr. All right, um so let me get to that one. Patrick Beverly is on some fuckboy shit. And I literally. now you got me he got me cursing. I read the, when I saw it, you saw it, you know, I'm on social media and everybody posting, like, oh he said this, that, and the other. I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, and I I feel like Matt Matt Barnes had a great take on it. Like, basically basically saying, like, bro, you're not even that dude. Why Mm. are you, you're not even that dude to say that. Like, you're not that dude. Bro, your whole average, you average like nine points a game. You ain't even that dude to come out and talk about CP3 like that. Well,
2: I'll say this. Um, No, you know, if you're going to be on ESPN and be on that forum, right, like you have the leeway to criticize a player right a player or a player's game you can't criticize him as a man you can criticize his game yeah but given their history and with him yeah yeah, and going you know how hard he was going It, you know it it, it felt it was just it was more personal than anything yeah
1: and I have an issue with even the people on on that show from bringing that dude on because he knew he was going to do like, you knew what he was
2: about. But, that's, but at this point, that's, that, that's what, what ESPN is about, though, yeah, it's right? Like, yeah. It's about it's about guys. It's about argument. It's yeah. about argument culture with sports. Yeah. And it's about getting these former athletes to say something to go viral. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, Patrick Beverly is not a guy who will hold his tongue. Yeah. And, you know, he made the best of that his time on that forum. And I think we know where Patrick Beverly will be. When he retires, he'll probably be on ESPN. Yeah, that's his goal. One of it, you know, one of those guys comment, I feel like, commenting on basketball. Yeah,
1: I just feel like that dude, Pat Beverly. I think he's a he's a player that you know he ain't getting enough attention as a child. Obviously, like because that's some 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 real fuckboy shit. Like real talk. Like like you went out your way to kind of disparage it. Like you went out your way. There's a difference of trying to be. a... Like, to criticize, you talk about something, but you went out your way. Comparing it to, like, hold him to that Ben Simmons energy. Like, this. I'm like, bro, we talking about, a, like you just said, one of the best point guards to ever play the game. I don't care who. You can hate Chris Paul all you want. I don't even care. Like, in this generation, he is one of the best point guards to ever play basketball within his generation. So, for you to go out your way, especially you Pat, be- like, real talk, like, there's got to be levels in life, bro. Like, you Pat Beverly. You a role player talking ill. I, I
2: get it, but but...
1: A cone? Yeah. Like this is what we doing? This dude has been one of the best. Defense. Like with your own eye test, bro. Like he has been one of the Nine best. Defense. Time, all in yeah. the Like uh, you said, a cone.
2: Defense. Yeah.
1: Like, like you said, ask anybody in the league, bro. Like ask anybody in the league, dude. You hack all the fucking time. Ask anybody in the league that you that, do. You hack. Yes, you fucking do. You get away with that shit. So I don't want to hear nothing about. Oh he. Oh, ask anybody in the league, fool. Let let folks ask you. Ask folks about about you in the league. Well, how about what you did, Russell Westbrook? Like you a dirty player, bro? Ask anybody in the league that you a dirty player. You a dirty player? Ask anybody in the league that. Cold that same energy for yourself, bro? Acting like a little bitch.
2: You just let him fly, huh? Yeah,
1: you just started it. You didn't open it. I did not know.
2: open. sweat. 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 He still sweat. Did open it? No. Um. I'll just I, I'll just end it with this. Like I said, you know. No right. one player is above reproach where uh-huh. they can't, you can't criticize. No, but just different but stuff. No, but, but hold yeah, on. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And Chris Paul, he probably will tell you himself, he played terrible. Yes. Devin Booker played terrible. The whole team played terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was just one of those nights that was an anomaly. If you look at a team that was, yes. what, oh um, my God. 63 and 19, mm-hmm. I think. It was just an anomaly. Yeah. It was a, a, a terrible night for them. Yeah. Um, It just happened to be that the worst night of the season for them was during game seven Game Seven of the Western Conference semifinals. All facts. But, you know, there's a difference between criticizing and going, and going above and beyond, yeah. right? And that's what Patrick Beverly did. And, it, you know, it's not ideal, but, you know, it is, it it is, is. what it is. And, you know, he, you saw that he was back the next day. Uh-huh. So he. I, I can imagine, you know, he – he has a longer, well, not a long off season because they made it to the playoffs, but you probably won't. That probably won't be the last time you hear.
1: Oh, they're getting it. He're you getting know, it in. They get it in. Hear from him um, and, and Doran, on Yeah. Oh, Oh, next season. Oh, oh yeah. It's it, oh the smoke's gonna be real. The smoke's gonna be all the way real. All right. As part of our HBCU corner uh, segment, we'll play our interview with Del- Delaware State star infield infielder excuse me trade page after the break you're listening to the urban sports saying for ages you
2: deuces on empire media that's empiremedia.com
4: sit out of atl got young one
1: chopping that thing baby swiss beats full surface Come on.
4: I might just toss it. party in the hood, I might like just toss Underground, downtown, I might like just toss Give me the keys to the city, I'ma lock this. it.
3: They ain't gon' take me alive, and you can bet that. Hit them where the chest at.
1: Money, then I'm you are listening to the Urban Sports Scene with Will T and myself, Wole, Ray Jeezy's out and we are part of Amp Media at Ampiremedia.com. Alright, it's time for HBCU Corner This segment spotlights coaches and players within HBCU Athletics Here is an interview with Dell State University star infielder Trey Page, welcome back to HBCU Corner. Right now, we have Dale State University star infielder Trey Page on the show. Trey is on is the is on the first is on on preseason All meac team. What's up, Trey? And welcome to HBCU Corner with the Urban Sports Anchor.
0: What's up? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me.
1: Everything's good, man. We we appreciate having you on, Matt. You know what? I've seen your stats, and it's they are very impressive, man. Thank very you. Very impressive. You um so we were told before the show that you got a nickname your name is cap your nickname is cap they call you cap
0: yeah the team the team voted me as captain earlier this season and it's a great honor i love Uh that they trust me with that that role and they they embrace it and i embrace it it's a lot of fun they all call me cap
1: and you're a sophomore
0: uh yes sir on the field i'm a sophomore in the junior
1: so you're a captain oh my god man that is awesome Like you got that much that so so do you view yourself? Do you view yourself personally as that type of a team leader?
0: Yeah, I feel feel like I've been that way since going back to high school. I've always been like a leader and like like to lead guys in the right direction. So yeah, I've I've, I love that role, hundred percent.
1: Awesome, awesome. All right, so we're gonna start you off with some lighthearted questions first. You know, we're not gonna go too deep into anything. We'll start you off light, just real light. All right, first off, all right, sounds good. All right, all right. Who has the best homecoming?
0: I personally have only been to DSU's homecoming so I can't say anything okay. about okay. anyone else's homecoming, but ours is fun. Uh it's it's good getting around all the people and everybody always looks forward to it and it's a lot of fun. All right, okay.
1: Okay, so what what makes DSU's homecoming special or fun?
0: Uh they always have good events. Everyone's always like I said super excited about it, enthusiastic and just being around all the people just makes it so much fun and the environment's just great to be around, especially my first year with COVID, like everyone was like, wanted it to come back and it was a lot of fun. Okay.
1: So um, as an athlete, how, how is the experience in in homecoming for you as an athlete? Is it any different from your peers that are not, Um, not student athletes?
0: I don't, I mean, personally, a lot more people, a lot of people know me, but I don't think it's much different. Everyone's treated pretty much the same. We all, like, to get along, whether you're an athlete or not. Like, I have mm-hmm. friends on both sides of it. So it's a lot of fun either way. That
1: stuff is up. Because we had Asaya, Asaya on, on the show, on the football team. He's on the football yeah. team. Asaya, you all said the same thing. Dell State homecoming is the best. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, everybody – you know, uh, he, he did say not
3: say that. Street he said Lincoln. No, he didn't. He did you're not, right. He didn't
1: know. You're right. Fact. He, did he did not say Asaya did say that. He <laughs> said that uh, – what did he say, right? What did he say? He
3: said he said Lincoln.
1: Yeah, he said Lincoln. That's you no, know what? Thank you. You called me, you called me You're right. You're That's right. It's fair. I've heard, uh, and, I've heard Lincoln's uh, a good one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> let, me, let, me ju- let me jump in here real quick because he mentioned a size. Uh, like we told him, we went to UMES, okay? So we're going to start to have a little fun. We got to get you warmed up. Is UMES a threat to Dale State in baseball? Be real.
0: We've been playing each other pretty equal this year, and they're, they're a lot better than we expected. But we play them <laughs> one more time uh, in two weeks, and it should be a good one.
1: But you're you going right. second place in the MiAC
0: though. We, we want first place in the MiAC, but we're, we're –
1: <laughs> You're second right now, though. You're second right now, though, right?
0: Yeah, we're second right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah right now. Man, see, uh, y'all, y'all close. Look, man, you, look, you keep putting stats like that, you're going to get the first. Don't yeah, get it well,
0: twisted. Eventually. eventually. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, don't get it twisted. All right, who's your favorite baseball player?
0: Personally, my favorite baseball player, uh, probably Bryce Harper. I'm a big Phillies fan. Ooh, so nice. it's fun to watch him play all the time, especially because he's close to home now. Uh, and he's always been a, a competitor. I'm a left-handed hitter. He's a left-handed hitter. It's fun to watch.
3: I'm a Nets fan. So oh, yeah. man. Listen, oh man!
0: Listen, we we were cool, but it's, it's going <laughs> left. It's going left quick. Juan, Juan Soto a good one to watch too, though. You yeah. got a good one there. Love
1: it. Uh, Love we got. It. We and got. From, Ray. We got a ring. You're from PA, right. right? You're from PA.
0: I am from PA. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are
1: you from? Right. I think. Are you from Allentown? That I'm area? from Reading.
0: Reading, yeah. reading.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Also, all right. So, you know, athletes, a lot of athletes get, you know, like the to pregame, they get hyped on music. Is there any type of music you like to listen to before a game?
0: <laughs> uh, I'm a big rap before a game guy. I have a, a specific playlist I listen to before every game. Okay. I got a couple songs on there. It's not long. It's just a couple songs just to get me hyped up. Anything I can, like, really sing to and get into, you can ask the guys. I'll sit, like, be rapping on the bus. Like, I just get excited. Just got to get locked in in the zone.
1: See, see, Ray, he shows emotion. You see that? You know what I'm talking about, right? He he's not a boring dude. He shows an emo- he shows emotion as an athlete. That's your type, bro. That,
3: that, they, they call you Cap for a reason. You gotta get everybody else type. They follow <laughs> yeah, your lead, exactly. Bro. It's, 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 exactly. Not you, it's not because you—it's not because you're capping, right? I, I'm sure you get that joke, even though—even though it's a little corny, but still, what I'm saying is, hey, you got to take the lead, bro. And, and we putting that onus on you. If they're going to call you cap, you can be the team cap, and they voted just yeah. because – not just because you're a leader, but because you're an awesome player, and, of course, you're the example that everybody wants to follow. So that's dope, bro.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. All
1: right. So we're going, now we're going to get into some real questions. All right. Here we go. All right. So this season, I, met, I mentioned you were balling. This season, you lead the MIAC in home runs average, and you're five, five RBIs away from a triple crown. Is getting a triple crown a goal for you?
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I set that as one of my goals uh, early in the season uh-huh. and a couple of my teammates, I told them and they're like, "Yo, you can easily get that. Like, it's got to put in the work. And that's really all it is, is just put in the work and trust in the process. And but that's definitely been a goal since the season started to, to get that for sure.
1: Um, one, one more question. So and also like your preseason, your preseason All meag team. Right. So it makes it even more dope. Your preseason like player of the year like mm-hmm. like like talk about that like getting that type of acknowledgement and you know that going into the season folks already deem you that guy and truth be told you're already leading you're, you're stepping up you're being that dude
0: yeah that was a big honor too because i mean last year i was first team all conference and looking back at it i was like man i can still improve and it shows that that people think the same thing and that i can be the best in the conference and it just like gives me extra motivation to go prove those people right honestly and I feel like I've been doing a good job. Just got to keep it going throughout the rest of the season.
3: So you mentioned Bryce Harper. Is that who you model your game after or are there other athletes or the other uh, professional baseball players that you try to
0: model your game after? Uh, I said maybe a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. We play different positions, so it's a little different. Mm -hmm. But like his swing, I love to watch his swing. It's very, very, a very good one. Um, (laughs) But yeah. I mean, he hits balls a mile, and that's what all hitters want to do. So uh-huh. I can't complain about that.
1: All right, now I'm, now I'm going to act old, oh, right Now I'm going to act old. Oh, do you ever watch, like, Griffey swing back? Do you oh, watch, absolutely. Oh, okay, make it, absolutely. I want to make sure. All right. No, yeah, I, you I absolutely. <laughs> Okay, no, because now, Ray, you made me feel – you made me – I'm now thinking of <laughs> my age now. Like, I'm trying no, to No, like...
3: King Griffey, <laughs> both, Robert Walters, two different categories. Of course, everybody knows who Griffey is. Everybody <laughs> – if you're a baseball saying.
0: player, you know who Griffey is, bro. So yeah. right, cool. That's, that's the best that's totally swing good. ever. That's the that's best that swing right. ever. So, yeah, right, I, guess, I,
3: guess, I guess Barry is a close second, right? Would yeah, Barry.
0: Yeah, Barry Bonds is very good, too.
1: But that mm. swing, Griffey's swing is so much different. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah. That's
0: pretty. Just, a pretty. That is pretty. This is a pretty yeah. swing.
1: Who would, you, right, so who would you say in today's baseball has, like, the prettiest swing? Not being, like, I know Bryce is your favorite, like, the prettiest swing.
0: Man, that's a tough one. I like Mike Trout's swing a lot. It's very unique, and a lot of guys can't can't like emulate it. So I I like his swing a lot just because it's unique, and you try to do what he does and it just doesn't work. He's just he's just a special player.
1: Would you say he's the best baseball player when healthy?
0: He's up there. I think Shohei Ohtani's better just because he can pitch too. So that yeah. it's hard to to pick a position player over a guy that can do both. But Mike Trout's definitely one of the best, if not the best.
1: Yeah. All right. So what what would you tell you you're at an HBCU? So first off, what would you tell an, a high school prospect who's thinking about going to an
0: HBCU? i would tell them that it's a great experience. The guys that are here are here for a reason. They, they want to get the HBCU experience while still playing the sport that they love. And I've had a great experience with it so far. And even like your opponents are all, you guys are all are there for the same reason. And the competition is like level across the board. Like you look at our standings right now, we're all pretty much even. So it's going to be good competition and it's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to be very enthusiastic and guys want to be here.
3: Sweet. So where do you want to see yourself end up? What's your ultimate goal in your baseball journey?
0: My ultimate goal is to play professional. I think that's every, every baseball player's goal. It's been mine since I was a little kid, just growing up, going to games, watching games. It's always been a goal of mine, a dream of mine. So I'm chasing that right now. And then uh, if that doesn't work out, then get into coaching and try to help the, the younger generations reach their goal.
1: Oh, it's gonna it's gonna work out. <laughs> I, hope
0: so. it, I hope so. I hope so.
1: It's gonna it's gonna work out. You gotta claim it. That's the that, yeah. it's gonna work out. Claim it, all right? It's going down <laughs> to work out. All Sounds right, good so we'll to trade, me. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> well, Trey, I mean Ray, right, think well. First of all, I would like to go I mean I, I, I love baseball. So, so we already told that aside she's so gonna try to go to a football game. Okay? So next, I'm gonna try to get catch one of your games too, right? Ray? That we sounds have good. Boy, make yeah, of
0: course. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh yeah,
3: absolutely, man. All day. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so maybe the UMS game we can catch that. We got, go, we got. We got. you gonna I said we
1: gonna
3: root
4: for?
1: Games. <laughs> 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 Look, man. If he hits a homer, I'm gonna say I know this
3: dude. You see it. You see his. You see his face. though.
1: <laughs> I, I, get I
3: know, it. I know. Get it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm I get it, you know. See, bro. that's what they call him I, I think I think like you just said, we all got the same goal in mind, right? So I can root for you and I can root for you and yes. And there's no losers in that for me. You know what, exactly. what I'm saying? So okay, yeah, I do want to ask a question before I let you go
1: <laughs> before I let you go, Trey. Like when you hit a homer, do you got a pose? Like, you know, do you walk to first? Do you like a backflip? Do you have a thing when you hit a homer?
0: Uh it depends if if I know it's a homer, like I kinda you kinda gotta show it a little bit. Uh sometimes you don't know, so you gotta hustle out of the box. But of when you really. know you get one, you gotta give a little bat flip sometimes, hype up your bench a little bit, get the guys going.
1: Okay, because I did see I did see a video where you did hit a homer, right? But you ran that yeah. way and then you flicked the back. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, all right, I <laughs> yeah. see the swag. You was like, okay. I'm not sure. Oh, it's there. All right, let me flip it. Let me flick it. Yeah. Me bat, bat flip it. Yeah. I like it. You know what I mean? You gotta have fun, man. When you play baseball, exactly. You gotta, you gotta have, you gotta try
0: to have some fun.
1: Especially, it's, it's not easy at a homer, and you and you hit enough, but know, yeah. so, but still, like you gotta, you gotta showcase it. <laughs>
0: right. Exactly. Right.
1: Definitely. Well, Trey, man, thanks for being on HBCU Corner. Is there anything you would like to add, my man?
0: No, just thank you so much for having me, guys, and look forward to seeing you guys at a game soon.
1: Oh, you, most definitely, Trey. Most definitely. Thanks again, my man.
0: Of course. All
1: right, man. That's, Dale State star infielder Trey Page. Man, Trey is amazing. He was actually named Player of the Year. So he was preseason, and he was a Player of the Year. Man, he. So you know he was that dude. Man, amazing talent. Man, like I said, claiming that boy is special, boy. That boy is special. You can also find the video of this video of this interview on our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel. All right, we'll play our pre-tape interview with with lightweight boxer and DC's on Anthony Peterson after the break. You're listening to the Urban Sports saying for ages you dig deuces.
4: Come on man.
3: Welcome back to the urban sports scene. Our next guest is a native of Washington, D.C., who began boxing at a young age alongside his brother after meeting renowned boxing trainer Barry Hunter. Hunter, who also served as more than just a boxing trainer, but also a father figure, recognized our guest's immense talent that eventually parlayed into a stellar amateur boxing career that included notable victories over the likes of Anthony Durrell and Carl Dynamite Dargan. Also, his amateur career included seven amateur boxing national titles. His professional record stands at 38-1-1 with 24 wins coming by way of knockout. It's a pleasure to have joining us Anthony Peterson here on the Urban Sports Scene. Anthony, what's good, bro?
4: Man, what's, hey, everything is love, baby. How you feeling? Hey, it's a good.
3: blessing to have you because we've been waiting for this all day because we used to hoop with your brother Lou yeah, we... out, out, out in Laurel, right? And <laughs> okay, I, I, used okay, to, okay. I used to give him buckets, and I see you like the to hoop too. And I was like, are you as good as him or better? I mean, he's a little older, but he looked good for his age. He always has, so the genes is real. But I, like I said, you can ask him. I used to give him buckets. He he challenged me in bowling after a while, like meet me at the alley later on, you know what I'm saying, because basketball yeah. wanted to stay. But you know he stay in shape, so I know you hoop. How how's your game looking?
4: Oh yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys you just I'm like Robert Oy. Just put me <laughs> in the corner and make that shot. I ain't I ain't going to do no fancy crossover. I ain't going to play no <laughs> real defense. I ain't gonna, but you put me in that corner and make that three for you. Okay. Just know that? You had that, yeah, cor- yeah, that, that corner pocket, you got that, got corner, that pocket corner pocket, pocket. That, that thing like 85%. <laughs> 85 percent. trying to lo- 85 percent. I know that's right. <laughs> oh, so
3: I, I guess I guess Lou was better then because Lou actually can dribble, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that was his thing.
4: Basketball was his thing, you know. Uh-huh. Watch Kobe, Kobe's his man, Lakers, you know. He I know, I remember he was there practicing <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That's so, what's up.
3: We'll, well, tell him, tell him, Brandon Wolle from, from Sportfish said it was good when you, when you talk to him next, anyway. Uh. On a boxing tip, we can get to it now. You being trained by your other brother, Lamont. How is that beneficial for your career at this point?
4: Man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely, man, it's like a, a, a breath of fresh air. Um, all these questions that I always had about uh why this and why that, about boxing, you know, he was able to, you know, reassure me on, you know, we came together and just, you know, answered a lot of questions that we both had. For these years, just like having having no real understanding of boxing, you know, just just we just had pure athleticism and uh-huh. uh, good genetics, but we talking about know how. Uh-huh. That know how take you a long way. You know, we had a lot of tools in our toolbox, we didn't know how to use it. Uh-huh. You know, so this uh, 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 something that may requires a flathead screw, you trying to use a four a, a, full, a full driveway or a, a a jackhammer. They don't need uh-huh. you need that for this time. Right. So we just pretty much just, you know, knowing what to use and what, when it's time to use it, as far as the toolbox goes. And May twenty eighth, y'all will see some, you know, them them toolboxes I'm talking about.
1: Now, hearing you talk about May twenty eighth. The beltway battle round two goes down Saturday, May twenty eighth, at the Entertainment and Sports Arena in DC. Can you tell our listeners about the event and what uh, should they expect?
4: Oh yeah, and it's sponsored by Le- Legacy DC. And expect uh, fireworks. Um, Expect the show. You know, you got to endorse the fact that a lot of people have been indoors for this pandemic and a lot of restrictions and stuff. So this going to be like like a D.C. event where everybody can come out with no masks, no restrictions or vaccinations and and stuff like that. And it's Memorial Day Day weekend. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's it's a uh, yin and yang with that because a lot of people will be in town versus out of town. You know what I mean? So we, we will see how they go. But from this point, like it's, I believe it's gonna be a beautiful night. As far as just me taking the next step to what everybody keeps saying when I run the when I'm in the streets, man, when they gonna give you a shot, man, what they gonna do for you, man. man. <laughs> if I got a dollar, for every time somebody said that, I'm gonna have to do nothing else but just collect dollars. I'm one, yeah. I'm
1: one of those people, man. I ain't gonna lie to you because, uh, like I said, I've been hearing about you for a minute.
4: <laughs> yeah, see, look I
3: ain't gonna just run up on you. I, I see y'all every right now and again. I see you up MGM before, you know, yeah. but hey man, it's all love. That that's what I love about y'all y'all just out and about. I see uh-huh. Lamont too Right now and again out of Forestville anyway. Uh Lamont for American here at home, what's it like for you fighting at home in front of your family and friends,
1: bro? Oh
4: man, it's it's electric. You know what I mean? They the ones that give you the extra boost, you know, when you tired because um, and now I understand, you know, home court advantages and NBA and stuff like that, and uh-huh. NFL because that crowd, that 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 the energy had you, you know, what I'm saying take you to a whole another level. Uh-huh. I mean, is uh, definitely a um, adrenaline booster. So um, definitely, it's a great. Uh, it's been since it's been March 24th of 2019 since I performed. Well, actually, wow. that was in Merlin because it was an MGM, but of okay. course, but. The last time I fought in d c was April first two thousand sixteen on the Adrian Braun company for uh Ashley Theopain. Yeah. Um, so that was the last time I fought in in front of my people but of course I was in the the attraction of the situation so um yeah this 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 can be definitely something that's um a lot of people can look forward to and um I'm not jumping the gun or looking you know looking past this dude I'm looking through him we're coming through August the sixth to come right back Stay active, you know what I mean? Because like I said, I've been out for so long. Uh-huh. And it then, ain't then like I just came off a, a two-year layoff once. But I did that shit three times in my whole career. You know what I mean? And that's the most frustrating thing ever. And it was like watching my, watching myself train every day and watch myself show these guys that you see every day, like Adrian Braun and Javante Tank Davis and Robert Easton, watching these guys uh, compete not only just in fights but for world championship belts. When I'm sitting here and I can't even get a fight. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this gotta be some type of crime to humanity in boxing. But let me reassure y'all on something. How how these things that how it can happen this way. Uh-huh. If you look at boxing, boxing is not a national organization. The key word is the not na- the N-word is national. Uh-huh. N- NBA, national organization. NFL, national organization, NHL, national organization. Boxing don't have that. Uh-huh. There's no real uh, body government or, 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 or um, rules that everybody have to follow. Uh-huh. Virginia may do drug testing, DC may not. Uh, Idaho may require a certain amount of tape on your on your fist. New York may not. Uh-huh. Vegas might re- require certain blood tests and, and 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 certain things. Texas may not.
0: Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. in,
4: in those national organizations, Cincinnati Bengals gonna have to apply the same. or have to go by the same rules. That the champion, whoever the Atlanta Falcons or uh, uh Tom Brady and, the, and the whoever uh-huh. they got to follow those same rules and boxing is uh-huh. like that. So, you can put a person like Anthony Peterson on the bench that's 38 and one, uh-huh. uh, and nobody will say anything, you know I mean, because like I said, it's not a national uh commission where you can cry out like a Ka- Colin Kaepernick where it would be under one situation.
0: Uh-huh.
4: I may complete, I may appeal to Kentucky, like, look, they're not letting me fight, they're like, and so. I might go to DC and be like, they not letting me fight. And so it wouldn't make a difference. But that's how you can do, that's how you can um put somebody on a bench like that and nobody will hear your cry. Wow.
3: I was just getting ready to say you mentioned Javante. He, you know, he shot you out all the time. So what can you learn from his situation too? Because he's looking at change in management. And obviously he's, he's been frustrated with some of his fights. He's trying to get even bigger fights than he's gotten already. He's a, he's an attraction and you are as well. Like you just right. said, you starting to get that notoriety. What can you learn from his situation and how can y'all benefit each other?
4: Uh, definitely. Um, Just understand that you are the boss. There's nobody more in the boxing ring because you are putting your life on the line. I, no, no, don't get me wrong. The managers, the promoters and the advisors, they put, their livelihood on the line, far as the time from their family and you know, spending money and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, but we're talking about your health, bro. We're uh-huh. talking about climate, and the event that you could possibly not be yourself ever again. and uh-huh. I'm sitting here talking to y'all, bright eyed and everything, all nine of my senses clicking. It uh-huh. can be a, a, a disaster mm. where we never, I could never be able to do, do this again with y'all. Uh, you see what I'm saying yeah, so why yeah. shouldn't I why shouldn't I get the bigger piece of the pie or why shouldn't I wherever I say it should go uh, no it should matter uh-huh. so I feel where he coming from and I have a lot of uh, conversations with Javante Tank Davis when we when we don't call each other we don't email each other we don't inbox each other when I see him in person it, it's, it's, it's a whole different story uh-huh. Um, but definitely um. He, I think that's a good move for him to mm-hmm. to get up from under Mayweather because of course and it's no disrespect to Mayweather. Mayweather was about him. That's mm-hmm. how he that's how he got 50 and 0. Yeah. He he wouldn't be 50 and 0 if it wasn't all about him. I'm not uh. and I'm not this is a bad thing. This is a good thing in his case uh-huh. because if it ain't about him, then how he, he get that 50 and 0 record? Mm-hmm. So then maybe oh, yeah. if he fed up a little bit and said, "You know what? It ain't about me this time." He could have lost the fight. Sure. So and then I say it's not for Tank to be like, "Oh man, you are about yourself." Um, it's cool. Uh-huh. I'm about myself now. GTV Javante Tank Davis promotional however He want to spin it and uh, roll with it. And he got the firepower. power. He got the celebrities. He got the um, the whole recipe to be uh, larger than Floyd. He could he could be a combination of Floyd and Tyson put together. <clears throat> he got the looks. He got the Tyson, or he got that ferociousness. Yeah. Even even even. He don't really do clown uh, antics like my brother Adrian Broner to uh, g- gather attention. It's his. It's that dangerous love affair that people fell in with that, like wow. by the, they love Tyson so much. That knockout ain't nothing like that knockout. And he presenting that in good fashion. So like I said, he definitely got the recipe to uh, either uh, go neck and neck or exceed Mayweather's career. Mm. All right, back to the uh, the blockbuster event, man. How can folks get tickets? uh you can reach me at petersonanthony eight o eight on instagram uh-huh. or you can uh contact evie It's my sister evelyn she uh-huh. does, she she do has very uh, she's very popular in the in the area uh uh-huh. actually uh-huh um, so you can just get tickets from us and um like we're almost out so hop on uh-huh. it. you know man, hop man. on it i think uh, also got it. ringside tickets uh-huh. we got awesome. uh, we got all type of tickets so just let me know.
1: All right, sounds like sounds good. And also, I I think I saw it, it's on Ticketmaster as well, right? Yeah, on Ticketmaster. Awesome.
4: Yeah.
1: All right, so I got I got another question. You know I mean? You again, you're why well, I'll ask this question. How how important for you at um, being like a DC boxing ambassador? Because you are one.
4: I mean, it's very important. That's why I feel like no fighter is never going to see me out of shape, flabby, or anything. Because I feel like this is my costume. If you're gonna if you're gonna present yourself as a boxer, this is how you have to look can't be no, oh, I see you in Miami or you got a rollover gut or anything. And that's not, no diss to people with guts. That's that's what you do. That's what you do. <laughs> but if you're going to be an athlete, you're going to mess with this boxing. It's going to take years off your life trying to uh-huh. fluctuate that gut and no gut. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So by the time you're 31, 32, you won't be 37 like me right now with a teenager body. You it, This it won't happen. Uh-huh. So stand in shape, and I learned this from Bernard. Bernard, you know, like I said, we don't talk. We don't conversate on the phone, but every time we see each other, he always got something deep to tell me uh, that i still use to this day. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. those are things that uh, definitely, uh, and what, what you're saying about me being this person for D.C., to, for professional boxing, uh-huh. I have to practice what I preach. Of course, You're never going to see me out here drunk in no bars, laid out, or, 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 or fathering any kids and not taking care of them. Uh-huh. You're not, not going to see me in no clubs throwing money. And no diss to the people that do that—that's what they do. Uh You mean? But you're never gonna see me doing any of these antics, and that's why it's kind of hard to sell me on a big Mm -hmm. scale because views—you're not really gonna get a real um, event from Peterson, whereas though something may happen at his event, whereas though I want—I want to be there to say I did it. I I was there. You know, you know, our people, our culture—we love events. Uh, That's why the Mayweather. And Tyson was so big, it wasn't that they was going to go see them, it was the event.
0: Yeah.
4: Who's gonna be there? I'm gonna dress my best, my best outfit that I that I saved all year for. I'm gonna wear it at this event because this is where the Super Bowl is, this is where everybody's gonna be. And something may happen, where though so I can say, hey, I, I was part of history, I was there to see this event. So right. um, and that's why I just signed Rick Ross. Freeway Ricky because Uh he's a powerhouse. Everywhere that I go or everywhere we go, it's like I see celebrities that I look up to. Look at him, like oh my god, oh my god, (laughs) and I'm like, man, this little Uncle Rick, man, he could make like. But is this just
1: the way it goes? We got we got folks connected from the DMV with Rick Ross. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got, we got, we got Peterson. And we also, we got Wale. Wale is connected with Rick Ross as
4: well.
3: No, no, no. He's oh, yeah. he not talking about the rapper. He oh, he's talking
4: about, about the real Rick. Oh, Rick, the real Rick. Oh. Oh, yeah. He's talking about the real, my, my, about man, the real let me, Rick Ross. Yeah, let, me, let me rephrase that. Three-Way Ricky, oh the real, bro. You said that real he, Ricky Ross. he, he
3: said that. I picked oh, that my up. My bad.
4: No,
1: yeah. I misheard. I didn't. I, oh, you the real Rick Ross? Okay, yeah. let, me, let me retract my statement. Yeah.
3: <laughs> why, why, real why Rick, else he Rick? Say Ross. like doing some Come up to him. If that was the rapper. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna. Say, then, yeah, of course, yeah. it'll okay, of course, because he's a hip hop yeah, entertainer. But we're talking about the real the real dude, man. The, the, the the Ricky, real yeah, the Ricky, yeah, the Ricky, <laughs> yeah.
4: the real Ricky. one of the richest, the knifest, richest hustler in the history of uh. mankind. And a kid myself with no junior high, with, with a junior high school diploma, go all uh. on the west coast by myself and sign uh. this man. You know what that's mean, though, that's dope, it is, a- it's man, top notch, oh, whatever you want to call it. I'm, you know, what I'm saying a lot of person that took my home but come on man like that's that's something that you you know you can't say everybody do every day you know I mean and he took a liking to me as soon as we met and uh it was like it, it went from a 15 minute uh conversation hey man i'm just gonna meet, meet up with you say what's up we met at the tennis court then it went from hey man i like you what you doing later on you hungry i could eat then it went from hey man what you doing this weekend Man, i'm gonna come pick you up and we're gonna go out <laughs> And we went out, we had a ball, man. He told me he was getting into boxing. And I told him, like, look, I'm the perfect, perfect person right now. Like, um, he couldn't believe how old I was. He kept thinking I was like 22, 23. I'm like, nah, I didn't show him my ID. Like, look, bro. <laughs> I'm I was 36 at the time, but he was like, man, like, like, I have to take care of myself, you know. So I don't do drugs, I don't drink, none of that. do no, no, no uh child support agency chasing me, no right. PO officer agency chasing me. Uh none of that. Just like live a clean Sun free life.
3: All right, bro. I ain't going to hold you, but everything you're saying just makes me think of just some things I've heard about you. And I just want to know how much your upbringing played a role into just who you are today.
4: Well, my upbringing played a big role in who mm-hmm. I am today. I want to change it for the world. You know, if, if I'm funny, it's funny you should say that. A lot of people <laughs> always be like, oh, man, that's, man, you are your brother, man, y'all had it rough. No, we didn't. We had it rough, but what child do you know? We're not will grow up without law, without saying, oh, you got to go to bed at this time, or you got to do this at this time. We was lawless. We had no rules. It was like uh-huh. we was living. And as a child, understood that we was broken, homeless, and all that, you're going to make the best of fun. Now, saying if I was a grown man like now, being uh-huh. out there and doing what I had to go through as a child, then that's a problem.
0: Then uh-huh.
4: as, as the situation was like, damn, like, you know, you conscious of things. As a child, you don't really know what's going on because we wasn't the only ones. It was the neighborhood kids in the neighborhood up on 1448 Park Road that was going through the same thing that we was going through. So it kind of looked like this was a common thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Until we got older, and then I'm seeing now like why Why did I f- didn't feel like that when we was going through this but now I feel like this we got from this. It's uh-huh. like now I'm seeing people telling me like, yeah, you're not supposed to do this y'all. And I'm like, well damn, like why do I feel so bad now? But when, we was, when it was going down, it was like the sweetest thing in the world. Because mm-hmm. in the process of that, we met My brother-in-law, Patrice Harris, who is uh, in in, in movies with Michael B. Jordan, who is a celebrity in boxing, who 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 lays it down. Uh, He found out that my brother can box just by protecting me in the projects. uh, So we didn't go through that. We wouldn't probably never knew who Boog was, and you know stuff like that. So it's it's an extraordinary story, man. And I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Nothing that happened in that situation, I wouldn't change it for the world.
1: So oh, that is dope, dope. Yeah. So I, I do got one question before I let you go. For you, what who what is your Mount Rushmore of DMV boxes?
4: Say that one more time, please.
1: What is your Mount Rushmore
4: of DMV boxes? Um, it's like with me, uh-huh. and I and I and I truly believe this is why I'm about to get all the things that I'm about to get. Uh-huh. I love every last DMV fighter. I support uh, every last DMV fighter. I study it. every last DMV fighter. I've been in there with every last DMV fighter that you can name that's been out from the the 2000 class all up to the 2020 class.
2: Uh,
4: you know what I mean? Uh, I just feel like DC uh, right now. We just don't have that that thing that ever. I, I don't know if y'all watched the fight this weekend with Charlo. Oh, yeah, hey. oh, I, yeah, I've just missed it. I'm a, I'm a rewatch. Oh, I,
3: I, I, I watched that drink.
4: And, I want y'all uh, to pay attention to something, how healthy that man is in that ring. Uh, I have nothing to DC have the most skilled uh athletes, not only in boxing, but just period. Uh, we don't have that technology and the other stuff that of uh, different cities have. Uh, because it's some we don't we so much caught on trying to outshine another or trying to like crabs in a bucket. I know y'all heard that before. Yeah, we don't have that, we don't have that bridge to fill that gap. And I feel like bringing Rick Ross in and other people in, that can break that bridge to L.A., that bridge to Texas, that ah. bridge to the to places that we can get to so all these DMV fighters can be of them, the best of themselves. I feel like right now, D- D.C. fighters can never be the best sales because we don't have that type of technology. Ah. I've been doing it for 18 years in professional game. I know what it takes to get in tip-top shape, to be at the tip-top level and and no disrespect to none of the coaches or none of the fighters I just don't see that we have that right now. Uh. You know man, I and I feel like it's right there we can get it but we got to have the access to it and got to uh let that pride go and let that DC Mamo Sauce man just go put your hands up and just go fight. <laughs> now we have to be strategically smart about the whole situation. Mm. And um I think with that uh DC will Go to a er, go to a level that you've never seen before. Dope. So, you, so you think it's like
1: stubbornness? That stubbornness.
4: Yeah. Or anything. Stubborn, ways like you know we we stuck in ways like. And let me let me ask y'all this question before before I go.
1: Oh yeah. Y'all ever
4: heard the phrase? And this is how stubborn we are as humans, as athletes, and everything. You ever heard the phrase? It's ninety percent mental, ten percent physical? physical. Yeah. yeah. Sir, yeah.
3: Gary, Gary Russell say that all the time. yeah. <laughs>
4: All right, okay, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. If this is so, how come us athletes, Gary or whomever,
0: mm-hmm.
4: we spend ninety percent on the physical and only 10% on the mental?
0: Uh-huh.
4: Why can't we spend 90% on the mental if it's 90% mental? Uh-huh. And 10% physical. Uh-huh. When have you ever seen um a a, a big uh, a gym consistently, you go into a gym, you don't hit no heavy bag, you don't hit no see no sweat. They in there mentally together strategizing things that can happen or would not happen in the boxing ring. Uh, Tell me, what have you seen that consistent? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you go into a gym, you're going to see somebody's brutally beating the shot of a bag, spawning hard, uh, jumping uh, over uh, 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 tanks and uh, stopping missiles and everything. Physical <laughs> work. Uh-huh. But it's really, nobody's really putting in the mental work. And like I said, if it's 90%, mental and 10% physical, then what are we doing here? So that's where uh, we are holding on to these sayings of, so, oh yeah, this person, this, this person that. It's just the same. You know what I mean, and um I truly believe once we break out of that, um I don't think nobody, no uh, Philly, Philly is the closest that that can deal with uh DC skill level as far as the the natural talent that walk the streets in boxing. I think Philly the only um city out there that can Kind of hang with us when it come to that. as health, and championship. Oh, phew. West Coast and down south, they got it. all right that's. Hey, I want. You, you, always gonna say, <laughs> you always want to hear say. You always want to hear a fighter say, "Yeah, I went. I went over to Cali, and you know, we'll, where did LeBron James go to go get his ring? Where did Kevin Durant go to go get his ring? Where did Adrian Broner go to go get in shape? Where did where do Tank go? Where do where did Floyd uh. Mayweather from Grand Rapids, Michigan?" Where did he have to go to go get that elite type of stuff? Vegas. Uh, uh, Sean is from where? From he's from he's from Akron, Ohio. Ohio. Where did he have to go? To Vegas. Vegas. Uh-huh. You're never gonna shut up, shut up shop on the East Coast, stay on the East Coast, and be that fine tuned machine, come fight night on the East Coast. It's not gonna happen. Show me. Just if I'm wrong, just show me. Danny Garcia did the best he can do for what he had. But if like I said, if you stay, if you if you look at it, the history of it. Everybody always fled to the West Coast and they always come up. But if you it's almost like you stay here, it's like you you got a you got a ceiling. You can go hmm. far, but it's the ceiling. The monument probably the, the you can name build the, the highest building, but it still has a limit. But when it's the sky, it's no limit.
3: That's, yeah, you just got me thinking I ain't gonna lie I'm stuck I'm trying to think of maybe somebody <laughs> yeah, who help me. maybe exhibits that you know what I'm saying I'm like Damn, I can't even think but just to rephrase Gary don't say that in particular he say something like boxing is a physical something that manifests or I forgot what he say it's not it's not <laughs> that exact same eyes don't want eyes don't want you know what I'm saying? Sell him short. Because he don't he don't necessarily say that exact thing. But I know where you're coming from. But I'm thinking, like, how how does that change happen? Like, I don't know. That's another discussion, though, bro. We appreciate you joining us, man. we got to get you back, man. Part two. Maybe bring two <laughs> We got to get part
1: two, man. Because he, he has me oh, no, thinking, no for real. Because you're right, though. Because I think about the chart. Like, Charlo, the ch- they got a wild way of training. You're right. Not wild, but it, technology. Like, I even saw how even the younger the younger Charlo, how he improved his boxing game because they went to more of a technology-based training rather than what, you know, know, the normal boxing, you know, way of training. Like, they do a deeper way of training. That is true.
3: But you you think about it, though, real quick. If you look at Texas and sports like high school football, it's the same thing. High school football here don't compare to what high school football look like in places like Texas and Mm -hmm. other states and down south. They look like they got many stadiums. D.C. working on it now. you see Gonzaga Field. And some others, you know, what I'm saying they they they've now invested some money, but it's an investment. I, I agree with that, and, uh, <laughs> no bro,
1: doubt. Anthony, man, we we enjoy having you on, man. Anything you want like to add anything you want to plug? You know, some
4: social media,
1: Instagram, yeah, whatever you p- got. This is your platform, bro. <laughs> Peter, Peterson
4: Anthony eight oh eight. Uh Follow me. Um, I have a. I have a I have so many messages I have for the for the for the young black youth, man. It is is staggering. But of course, you know, that's a whole nother story. But uh-huh. just follow me, follow me, follow me. And um I ain't gonna let you down.
1: Man, appreciate you being on, mm. man. This has been dope. Like Ray said, we love to get you in part two. I
3: had to hit you I back know, up, man. man. We hit hey, you back up.
1: Y'all, y'all got access to me, just reach out and y'all know how to find me. I Will do, all right, bet. We'll do, man. All right.
4: That
1: was dope, man. Lightweight. Anthony Peterson, man. Knowledge is power. That's all I gotta say. And make sure you check out, you know, it's a beltway battles round two. You know what I'm saying? May twenty eighth, it goes down. So make sure you check it out, man. It's just he was dope though. Anthony was one of the one of the real ones. You ain't learned nothing from that conversation, man. I don't know what's gonna happen for. I don't know what's gonna happen for you. But again, May. I mean, Saturday, May 28th, at the Entertainment and Sports Arena in Washington, D.C. Tune in. Be there, bro. Be there. It's real out there. It's going to be entertaining. And Anthony Anthony already told y'all he's about to put on a show. So you know what time it is. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Tune in, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on Twitter at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, Media at AmpPyroMedia.com and this show can be found on Podcast DC. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Ampire shows as well as other great content. Alright man, this has been a dope show. Man, we had a good time. We did a darn thing, man. Anthony came on. You were having my man Trey you have you had the homies, you know my homie Swill, you know from from Spare, from Spare Room uh, Sesh podcast came in, got Will T cursing. You already know what time it is, so it was a dope show. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. I knew I wanted to say, it. oh I know. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports saying for ages. Yee deuces a mega. Let us out, big homie.